0: It's good to find gang, gang. Um, <clears throat> you can probably see by the title. I have a little bit of time to make the short content, but I'm gearing up to do the next podcast, which is going to be um, Man or Money. <clears throat> the winter is here, so <laughs> I want to make sure I, I restore my energy for that. But I think one of the critical questions we need to ask ourselves is, <clears throat> why do we... You know, it's a collective want to identify with the low vibrational beings, right? I think that I'm making that call for the divine tribe and divine collective. I'm saying, no, we're not going to settle for 3D toxic, karmic, low vibrational men. There's nothing divine about that. To me, a divine masculine. Is a man who's a leader in his community, who is um, part of the workforce, who is creating, who is um, competent, who is a husband, a father, values marriage and or family. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to have kids, but if you um, support and value marriage and families... um, and um have character and are loyal and committed um and, and have the character right that to me is a divine masculine right and so i think part of what i see in the black community what we're struggling with just a little bit is and and I know i've been thinking this through <clears throat> and um and as I'm thinking things through, right, because they talk about when <laughs> when you have free time on your hands, you start to question things, and it, it can become a little dangerous. But uh, as I've been making content, one of the things I noticed about myself within the last couple of days is <clears throat> I have a really hard time identifying with ratchet women. So when it, it was one of those things where the second shoe fell for me, because I would hear conversations where, and I talked about this a little bit in the last podcast, but you have people like the lead attorney say that he slept with the moose. And I'm like, why on God's green earth on this whole and global world where you can go to Colombia, Argentina, the Philippines, um, go to a golf course or go to networking. Why would you sleep with the moose? Like, that's just weird to me. It just, it doesn't, you guys, t- the day that i figure it out i will come on here i promise you but it's just it, i i the wires are crossing i don't get it i'm not computing another one that i mentioned was phase on love he said that he slept with the wombat there's re- he was talking to um what's this guy's name kwame brown he was talking to him and he was talking about how he slept with the wombat and again i'm like Bro, you're in a different, he actually flew to another part of the country and got it, you know, that's where he's living now. And I'm like, why would you even say that out of your mouth? Like to me? <clears throat> yeah, sure. You know, I had the non noncommittal man, men or they were exercising their options. But one thing I could tell you is that they were high earners. They had really good positions. They were attractive. They were tall. Like one of my exes, well, two of my exes were really, really tall. Like I'm a tall woman, but they, you talk about women wanting uh, men who were six feet. Nah, I was bringing in like 6'9", 6'11", right? Like, so, so. You're not going to catch me in the streets saying that I ever dated a thug or a um I don't I don't even know what to call any derogatory um names for for black men. Uh I would say maybe the next best thing would be a gangster like it's just it's not computing to me. And I had mentioned this in the last podcast and I know some of you might not necessarily go back to that one that was a capstone study but it's like if anybody was probably going to maybe have one ratchet or a gangster on her dating chain, or guess, I guess, or not on her, in her history. I grew up in Compton like, <clears throat> when, when we were young. My parents worked hard to get us the F out of there, right? And into, a, into the suburbs, right? I remember, and I've, I've shared this before, it's like, I remember watching Sesame Street with my brothers and the bullets, you would hear the 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 gunshots and we would have to, we already knew the routine. It was just automatic. You run to the back room <clears throat> and you get down behind the bed and you lay down flat and make sure you have room for your brothers and make sure that they're they're covered and kind of keep an eye on mom and make sure she's okay and that type of thing, make sure she's not like stressed out or, you know kind of reading her face that's one of the things my mom said when I was a baby I would always be looking in her face to see what was happening around me like if my mom is okay then I'm okay right <clears throat> but I never dated a gangster never 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 him my number never and so and so with that being said I And even when I think about it, like I said, by the time I was in first grade, I was, my parents put me in private school. So the women that I went to school with, for one, I was a minority. I was the only black girl until the fifth grade. And then um, it was one other black girl until I got to junior high, But, um, but they weren't in my grade. They were not in my grade. So... we would have homeschools and I would say I was the only black girl in my homeschool. We had four homeschools, home class, I mean, home classes. So we had red, blue, green, and yellow. And so I would see more black girls um, around me. And then when I got to high school, it was when I had, again, it was the older girls that were in school with me, but understand that when I tell you some of these kids went to school with world powers, like I don't even really be getting into it. But <clears throat> when I tell you I went to school with multimillionaires, I went to school with people who were presidents for whole entire global entities. Like I don't even get into that. Like <clears throat> that's what I went to school with. So I I say all of that to say I don't have a pulse for what ratchet women are like. And so sometimes when I try to do these Oracle readings or try to talk about the content, I have a hard time. I think that I what I try to do is say, okay, I can identify with what a high value man, how he thinks and how he moves and what he'd want in a woman. Like, I don't know. It just feels easy and natural to me. I've seen it. I've lived it. I I, I can kind of have my pulse on it. And when I'm reading all the different books, like Millionaire Habits, or Science of Getting Rich, or Wells of Abundance, and and the um the um yeah, just all these different books, it's kind of like I can reflect back and be like, oh, that's why he did that. That's why he said that. That's why these people operate this way or that's why my co-workers were like that that's why the dominant society is like that but I cannot identify with a ratchet woman because um I am able to kind of go in on I think like lower vibrational men we call them dusties and so it's one of those things where now I'm noticing like why I'm asking why do men want to defend a dusty because i can't defend a ratchet woman it's so foreign to me so to me if you go and you drag a ratchet person like i would just be sitting there like just drinking my water which i'm probably going to do right now or or you know mm, mm. it it's like i don't even feel like i fall in that category so now i will say this unfortunately there are black men out there who say all black women are ratchet right um I heard it a lot with the men that I grew up with and it's completely contradictory because I kind of laugh about me even coming on this podcast I remember the first time I started I joke about it I was like hello is this thing on type of a thing but just being so shy and so timid and you know, just not not a ratchet ounce in my body, at all. Just very like timid. Like people would ask me my name, and I'd be like, "Da Like what? And it's like, oh, she's shy. That that I was a shy girl. Junior high is when the, um they were giving out <clears throat> who's the shyest girl or who's whatever, and I came in second place. There was one other girl that she was the shyest. She was m- the more popular shy one. I was coming in strong number two, right? <laughs> i hold that title. Nothing ratchet about me. And, and even when you look at the things that I have around me, I like nice things. Went and got, you know, higher education type of a thing. So, <clears throat> but, and so I can't identify with the ratchetness. I think that sometimes I try to understand, well, why is she doing that or and and part of my question is like why were you even attracted to that? And are things really that bad that you just can't move? Because like I said, it, it's I've been thinking about this. You're hearing me musing, but it's like I've been thinking about this. It's like, no no no. Excuse me, I grew up in the ghetto, you know, until I got to the first grade. But why was I never attracted to a, a, a um a gangster and and why don't I talk bad about any of my exes? Because I feel like that's a reflection on me, right? I feel like <clears throat> the like to me, like and it's funny, like I kind of low key can I can see myself enjoy dating as long as you're not trying to kill me and put me in the woods, like <laughs> but I kind of like would low key just enjoy having the conversations because it's like once I hear you say you start to describe your baby mama as a wombat. I'm like, really? Tell me more. Waitress, can you get me another bottle of um champagne? Cause, um, like it just depends. Cause I think part of the thing too, I would do, and I would recommend for any other divine feminine, I feel like even with future dates, I will always have something lined up because it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to go to this date. Um, Be prepared to just pay for my food and just get on. Like, this is a waste of time and breath and energy. And because of certain places that I I live, it's like, I would just literally just, if it's on the weekend, I'm just going to cut the date short and go to San Diego and they have a great nightlife or go to Malibu or just jump in my car and pack my bag and just drive to Vegas and have a spa day and then relax, you know, like, that's how I, I plan to to move going forward, but it would be, like, just for the entertainment, like, I would be, like, oh, my God, I cannot wait to go on my podcast tonight and tell these women I found another man that dated a wombat, and I'd be, like, bring me another bottle of champagne, please, I want to hear this, like, tell me more, like, I want to hear, so she was a wombat, now, tell me how exactly, like, oh, have you guys, like, no, for real, take, take a moment out to to legit go to i'm I'm gonna look at it right now too i'm gonna google what a wombat looks like y'all i want you to go to your google and type in what a wombat looks like bruh why would you tell me that you slept with that because then now i'm feeling some kind of way too <clears throat> if you think about it because if i'm telling you that i'm bringing in six figure this whatever high masculine you know like pretty smart ambitious that's 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 those are my credentials so that should be a compliment to you because that means i saw something in you enough for me to accept the state. but now you're making me question myself because you're telling me that you're coming around sticking your pee in wombats and so are you that's like insulting like it would either be i would have to call the waitress and be like check please Because I would be just offended to the highest heavens, like, oh my God, this guy thinks I'm a wombat. He's attracted to wombats, and he low-key said that I'm the next wombat on his list. And I would just have to have like, either just get (laughs) drunk, which you guys know I'm not an alcoholic. I feel like it messes with your third eye. That's for those of you who've kind of been wondering why I refer to alcohol in the way that I do. I feel like it messes with your third eye. Um, and so I don't like to drink when I know that it can impair my decision making skills for up to three days. So like I will only drink it on a special occasion on a weekend um, at a wedding. But again, I'm making sure that I'm not making any important financial decisions or business decisions or anything about dates or anything like that. Um When I'm with somebody, that's kind of what my thinking is. So that's my perspective on that. But it will be one of those things where I would just probably have to get drunk. Like, oh, my God, he's attracted to wombats. He saw me. He asked me on a date because he thinks I'm a wombat. He thinks I look like this animal. Like, oh, my God. That's just like, at that point, I would be like, oh, you know what? I'm not feeling good. I have to you know, go home and start working out and figure out like whatever look I have, however I did my hair and my makeup, I need to switch it up because I'm out here looking like a wombat. I just, it's, it's disturbing to me. You know, um, if you tell me that you got into a relationship with the ratchet, I'm like, Oh my God, there's nothing ratchet about me. So yeah, this date is, therefore this date is over. And then I would just have to just think about when you came up to me or when you asked me, was I coming across ratchet? Was there something I said or did that was ratchet to make you think that I'm your type? And then now I have to like, just kind of like um, turn turn the dial on myself a little bit and, and really have a come to Jesus moment type of a thing, right? Because it's like, I'm not ratchet by any stretch of the of the imagination um and and so and so I think I'm finding myself kind of struggling with I could never be attracted to a a a ratchet person or a gangster person so and but like I said you hear so many black men say that all they have around them is ratchet women and so to me it's like when you say you want to go to Colombia Go to Colombia, go to the Philippines. Like you, the locus of control lies within yourself, you know, and, and do what you need. But what you're not going to do is you're not going to say that all of us are wombats or all of us are moose or all of us are bulldogs or all of us are all these derogatory things, right? That's where you live. That's where you're from. If you want to elevate out of that area, then by all means, but don't put all of us into the, into the same basket. And so my whole thing is, I like to identify with the upper echelon of society, right? My family and I as a collective, we're, we're working our way up from middle class to upper class, right? It's a beautiful process, Um. Just to to see the transition and and what that's going to mean for future generations, right? Um, So, to me, it's like, I don't, I I just don't understand why, why, that's who I identify with, right? That society, people who care about legacy and business and um, families and politics and taxes and uh, real estate and investing um, about education and paying attention to the curriculum and um, that type of urban sociology guys I, I just did a study on that one so I'm gonna be using that word for a while right I don't see myself so I'm not gonna come to the defense of a quote-unquote dusty masculine like why would you want to defend someone who's not you and so when people start to talk negatively about the low vibration you should be able to say yeah that person is doesn't have skills doesn't have is not um a, a performing or part of the workforce is not skilled is not um high value You know, it kind of tells a little bit about you. And I don't think we're quite there as a collective yet. If you were Dusty, then hold the L and then work on it. And I believe that you can ascend. You know, there's uh, a weight. The first card we pulled on day one for 2022 was Awakened Consciousness. And there's four levels. Um, Let me see if I can find it real quick. It was 25. This guy had given 25 was it twenty five or twenty twenty one? Yes, is it this one? Twenty one Success Secrets of Self Made Millionaires. Ah, oh, yeah, I think it was this one. No, 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 no. I think it was another one. Driving the Twenty First Century Masculine. Ah, uh, hold on. Because I I want to, I think he said it in the Self-Made Millionaires. I think, is it this one? Um, Because I want to get this right, and I know I'm running out of time but there was a guy i was listening to on on youtube and he was explaining about the different success models that you needed f- to be a millionaire but i know that he referenced cuz i remembered listening to the audiobook and i don't remember which audiobook it was but there's four levels of consciousness there is unawakened consciousness means that you don't even know that you don't know you're just kind of like you're a plant or a vegetable right the second plane is that you're aware that you don't know. So that's the person who's kind of opened their eyes and they're starting to figure out like, wait a minute, I don't really understand everything. Like I see billionaires, I see millionaires, I see people being successful, but I don't know what it is that they're doing to be, you know, I I know that there's something that I need to do to get in alignment with that. The third plane is... Kind of like active consciousness, awakened consciousness. So now whatever you seek is seeking you. So you're reading the books, you're developing the skills, you're building the relationships, you're actively investing and paying attention to the things, the moving parts around you, and you're actively participating in that. and so that talks a little bit about you getting into the flow the fourth one is that it comes so naturally for you to invest and to speak a certain way and to act a certain way and to do your exercise regimen right um and so the fourth level is one of the hardest it's like a lifetime type of thing where you you it it's it's the the, the difference between level 3 and 4 is the difference of how you tie your shoelaces so it's like the first time your parents are teaching you how to tie your shoelaces. You're like, Oh wow, this is different. And you struggle and you have your tongue out, you know, a little bit as you're trying to tie the first time when you're five and six and seven. But now if I tell you to tie your shoelaces to go jogging, it just comes so naturally to you. So that's kind of like the distinction between three and four, right. In the levels of consciousness. Right. So, um, I say all of that to say, I don't think that we're, as a collective, we're not there yet. We're just not aware that this is not the time for us to be coddling the low vibrational people in our society. I'm not going to defend a ratchet woman. I'm not going to coddle a um, dusty man. And it's unfortunate because the the one person that made me want to hop on here He, I I would say, he's just not conscious. He's, He's still in his animal instinct. And it's sad that he identifies with the dusty. So he is here defending the honor of a dusty person. And it's like, sir, she's not talking about you, or I would hope not. Why are you identifying with that person? You know, and I think part of it has to do with uh, moving forward, who are we? Cause it, it has to do with, um, sheep thinking or group think, um, sheep mentality. The thing about sheep is that, um, if they, they, they've shown this, so we're talking about animal behavior and the different planes, right? The first plane is plant. Second one is animal. Third one, I believe is human. And then you continue to evolve all the way up to the seventh plane. But, um, um, so with an animal, with the sheep, they have shown that if if the first sheep jumps over a stick and you move the stick, all of the other 199 uh, other sheep will jump at that same exact spot because the first sheep did it. And so what's happening is we have a lot of women who are defending the honor of the ratchets and trying to just... No, we need to sever ourselves. We need to ascend. You know, I talk about cream of the crop. The best, the cream, the richness has to arise and ascend and and distinct itself. For those of you who are into Christianity and Bible and whatever, you have to separate the wheat from the tares. Have to. Same thing when they make the distinction about sacrificing the goat and the lamb and so it's like let's not be i think for divine feminists divine masculines you know it's the same thing that's happening i'm gonna this is gonna end perfectly in the 30 minutes that i have here but it's like that's what i want for the twin flame journey i don't want us to be telling our divine feminists and divine masculines that that karmic female that ratchet woman the woman who doesn't value maternal I don't want to tell you, Divine Feminines, that that guy who's ghosting and orbiting you and gaslighting you, and it does not take all day to recognize sunshine. I'm not going to tell you that this man is going to be in your whole entire feminine essence with your beautiful smile and your radiant femininity, you know, just as loving and as nurturing as you are, and he can't recognize that you're wifey material? Hell No. No. I'm not going to tell you that twin flame love is the 3D, low vibrational, toxic stuff that they've been selling you. It's not. Divine love is about commitment, um, breaking generational curses, legacy, mission, love, high vibrational love. When and how did we combine toxic and karmic and ghosting and orbiting and separation with divine love. When did we start to attribute dusty behavior, ratchet behavior, with a divine feminine and a divine masculine? How? Sway, how? I could never. And so I just wanted to think about that. Why would you defend something that is clearly not you? And why do you identify with that? It's time for us to start to separate the wheat from the tears okay so i thought that was going to be short but um yeah we'll see i have i have one more podcast that i want to do i I have several for today so it's going to be a long day for me because i want to do the wealth oracle um so i I think if anything i have two more i have we're going to be talking about the winter is here and what that means for Divine Feminines, Divine Masculines, and the Twin Flame Journey. And I also want to do an, uh, a Wealth Oracle. But I'm just here. I'm drinking my water, allowing myself to rest. And like I said, I want to dedicate my energy, and I know what kind of mental state I have to be in. Sometimes it's easy for me to come on here and just share what I think is going to be a couple of minutes, but I start to build, <laughs> and it ends up being 30 minutes. But um, but with that content, it's it's so important that I want to make sure that I have clarity of mind when I'm presenting it. Um, And so that's where I'm at. And I can always go back and clean it up, but I want to make sure that I'm um, at a hundred. And that means I have to stop (laughs) coming on here and doing the little small mini segments and stuff. But I'm going to open the comments. Go ahead and tell me what you think in the the bottom. And I will read the comments and we'll talk about it in future podcasts. I'm going to go ahead and sign off here. I am your Oracle until the next podcast. Peace.